Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. All right. A couple of the keep on rolling, baby. A couple <laughs> things you're getting in this episode is some scoring. We've got a scoring system we came up with. It's nothing revolutionary. It's just something to help us confirm our thoughts on albums. So we're going to talk about pre-podcast. Me and Hicks are big Tool fans. Yeah. We got tickets to see Tool here. And no shit. Tell them. Five months? March. It'll come up quick. March Something like that. Tell everybody who else we're going to see next year. Chili Peppers in Detroit. Oh my God, that's on my bucket Chili list. Chili Peppers in Detroit. I, me and uh, me and Heather watched the. Chili, I I hate James Corden with a passion. Uh-huh. Fucking hate that guy. Yeah, but it is enjoyable to watch carpool karaoke. I and, saw that one. And the Red he Hot Chili Peppers. Went, yes, he took his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And they fought in somebody's yard, wrestled in somebody's yard. That's right. Anthony Kiedis and James Corden. Some stranger's yard. Yeah, it was funny as shit. That was, a, that was but, good. But I, I just, I see, you know, the Chili Peppers are just fantastic. I'm pumped about that show, too. My wife's already seen them. She said they were great. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Her and her buddy Rachel went. I think it was her and Rachel. Okay. And she's excited that we're going. Good. I can't wait to see it. That's on my bucket list. I can't either. It's on mine as well. But I want to see those dudes live. I do, too. Pre-podcast, me and Hicks are big Tool fans. Oh, you know, always will be. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh. And then post-podcast, you know, we start doing this podcast, and we come to discover the Beatles are the shit. Oh, my goodness. They're the shit. I can't get away from them. No, I can't yeah. either. I keep going back to them, and every time I go back to them, it's better. Yeah. And, and here in 22 days, I think, we got the Get Back documentary from Peter Jackson. Nice. And that's going to be really good. Nice. So, you know, me and Hicks, we've been a little uninspired. There's not any... Amy Winehouse is up next, just to let everyone know. We're yep. going to deep dive Amy Winehouse and her whole two-disc discography. Two, two albums, yeah. Two albums. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it'll be good. And we didn't have many ideas besides that. And one day I just like, you know what? I'm a fucking geek. So I'm going to come up with a scoring system and grade some of these Beatles albums. Because to my knowledge, Abbey Road was always my favorite Beatles album. Not always my favorite. I didn't even, I swear to God, I didn't listen to the Beatles at all i didn't give them a chance at all sure until this podcast okay until like a month before we started this and i listened to you know some beatles at the urging of my wife she's like just listen to abbey road yeah start to finish listen to abbey road i'm like okay fine i will so yeah. i listen to abbey road and i'm like this is the shit yeah and then it spiraled into other albums and i thought you know what so many of these albums are good. I was like, I really like Rubber Soul. I really like Revolver. I <laughs> yeah. like the White Album. I like Sgt. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Like, but Abbey Road's my favorite. And I'm like, the more I started listing, I, you know, me and Hicks keep going back to them. Sure. So a couple weeks ago, I went back to them. No, it wasn't a couple weeks ago. It was like a week ago. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grade these fucking albums. I'm going to figure out. Once and for all, what is my favorite album? Because mm-hmm. on the outside looking in, when you listen to an album, you're, you know, maybe one or two really, really, really good songs can taint your opinion. Sure. And with Abbey Road, it's She's So Heavy. Yeah. It taints my opinion because I love, that's like a top 
five all-time song for me. Sure. So I'm like, maybe it's that song, but maybe the album Pound for Pound isn't as good as maybe some of the other albums. So I thought, I'm going to come up with this grading system. Again, it's nothing revolutionary at all. No, but it's a brilliant idea. It makes sense. I'm very thankful for it. It's a very good idea. It seems to make sense. So here's the scoring table. And again, it's very simple. But I decided that we... Well, I decided I wanted to do this. And then Hicks, you know, I talked to him about it. He's like, I'm going to fucking do it too. It's great. So a zero score song, you know, going through song per song, a zero basically means I don't even like this song. Mm-hmm. A one means I don't need it. Right. I don't necessarily dislike it, but I don't need it in my life. Sure. A grade of a two is I'm okay with it. A grade of a three is it's important for the flow of this album. A grade of four is it's vital that this song is on this album. Vital, not just important that it's here sure. for the flow, mm-hmm. but this is a vital, necessary song for this album. And five, I can't live without this song. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go through the rest of my life not having access to this song. So a zero through five went through, graded each album from the Beatles and Tool, since Tool was our thing pre-show. Just to Beatles get in the- after. Just to get in the groove Just of to get scoring it, yes, albums. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, why not do the favorite we knew about and the favorite we've discovered? Sure. Which the Beastie Boys should be scored eventually. Oh, man. I thought about that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So we're scoring these albums, and it goes from the Beatles, it goes to Tool. And meanwhile, in between all this shit, yeah, Limp Biscuit <laughs> yeah. drops an album on us on Halloween called Limp Biscuit Still, Still sucks. sucks. And I swear to God... The more I think about this, the more fun it becomes because when you and I did that Limp Biscuit episode, mm-hmm. we talked about are they serious? Yeah. Like, are they serious? Do they take themselves seriously? Are they going to come back and just have a good time on an album? Like, if they do, it's going to work in 2021. And you know what? Before I get too deep into that album, we'll sure. save it for last. We'll do the that gra- good. grading and shit first. but. Mm-hmm. It's now abundantly clear that Limp Biscuit does not take themselves that seriously. No, they don't. I don't think so either. No. I mean, they titled the album Still Sucks. The album yeah. cover is ridiculous, cartoony. You, <laughs> it's, you know, I yeah. enjoy this shit. Like, yeah. it endeared them to me even more that they dropped this album, and we'll, we'll get to all that sure. stuff. Sure, sure. I agree. Here soon. But now I'm, now I'm wondering, where do we start? Where do we start on the grading? Should we go? Let's go first. So we we go first Beatles album. Work our way. Should we do it that way? Like the number one. Yeah, like Beatles. Uh, please please me. Basically, okay. first album. Okay, I'm gonna I want to tell you right now. Uh, I did a shitty job at this. I did six of my favorite albums and did not go beyond that. Well, that's so okay. You might have to lead. That's okay Some because the, the early ones are not up there with the other ones. So yeah. I mean, it's it's. I it's had six easy. albums that I wanted to score. I wanted to get in. I can't talk. Plugged into the system, and I didn't get beyond that. Well, I <clears throat> I have notes on the grades for five of them. Okay. The other ones I just graded. I yeah. don't even have the scores of the albums. So stop me when I get to one of the ones. You know what I should? I didn't grade. I didn't put notes song per song on the White Album because it's so fucking many songs. Oh yeah. So maybe you have some notes there. 
that might be one of the, that's got to be one of the six you graded and, and it maybe is. have it some is. notes. Sure. But uh, so, so here's the thing. I, you, you average it. So we take all the songs, mm-hmm. you know, zero through five is a score mm-hmm. they could get. You you average it out. So the song has or the album has 10 songs. You add up the scores divided by 10. You get your overall score. Easy enough. Simple math. Sure. Which is amazing that I could do it because I suck at math. <laughs> Fuck suck that I shit. think you're better than what you think. I don't know. So Please Please Me was easily my lowest graded. Well, shit, I guess it wasn't easily. I'll just say Please Please Me and Yellow Submarine both got a 2.0. Basically meaning the 2.0. whole album I'm just okay with. Mm-hmm. I don't care anymore than just okay with it. Sure. The album with the Beatles, I had it a 2.21. Okay. Uh, Beatles for Sale was a 2.57. Okay. A Hard Day's... Oh, wait. I'll go Magical Mystery Tour was a 3.09. Okay. So basically that album was like... It's somewhat important because there's a few jams that are vital to their discography. Starting to see an increase in your scoring. Increase in scoring, yes. Uh Uh, A Hard Day's Night was a 3.15. Okay. Help was a three one five. There's okay. classics on those albums, so there are. that it, it makes the scoring system starts making sense because these albums are deemed anything at a three is deemed important. Sure. So these albums are important. I do like these albums. Sure. Uh, and then let's see. Now we can go from here. I think the six remaining are the six worth talking about. So. For the sake of the flow, yes. what is your lowest graded of the six? And let's talk about it and work our way up. My lowest graded Beatles album is Revolver out of the six. You that son I, of a bitch. That I really enjoy, which is still a great album. True. I have a score of 3.3 on Revolver. Nice. Yeah, and it was like... Uh, a lot of songs were uh, kind of just uh, a lot of threes and fours. They were all threes and fours. Let's go through album. them. I've got yeah. a 3.92 okay. on Revolver. Okay. Uh, not not really good enough to be... No, no, it is pretty close to the top for me, actually. Okay. Taxman, I have a five. I, okay. Uh, that song's very vital to me. I, it's one of my favorite Beatles songs. I have a four. Uh, That's a good song. Eleanor Rigsby's a five. I have a four. It's a good song. Love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm Only Sleeping is a three. I have three. Love to You is a three. I have three. Here, There, and Everywhere is a five. I have a three on Here, There, and Everywhere. I really like Here, There, and Everywhere. Yellow Submarine is a big, fat fucking zero for me. <laughs> yeah. I hate that song. Yeah. There's not many Beatles songs that I hate, but... Yellow Submarine's Big Zero. I hate that song. I I don't care if I ever fucking hear it again. <laughs> There's a Beatles song that's probably really hated, but it's not on this album, but it's on a different album I'm going to talk I've about. I've got a few more. There's a I, few more Zeros, I, I, I think. I like the, the song that's probably hated by a lot of Beatles fans, but we'll get to that here in just a little bit. I have three on Yellow Submarine. A three? Yeah. Were you high when you listened to it? I should have been, but... <laughs> I have a three on it. I get it. I think it's more of a, it's a personal preference thing. To me, it's just a goofy-ass fucking song. It is. And yeah. I, don't, I don't like too goofy a, a Beatles, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
What about uh, track number seven on Revolver? She said, she said. I got a three on that. I'm rocking a three. Rocking a three. Good day, sunshine. I got a five. It's important. It's a big one to me. I have a four. I'm a a fan of that song. And your bird can sing. Four. Five. I love that one. For no one. Three. Five. I love that one. (laughs) Yeah. I can see why. Dr. Robert. Three. Five. I love that song. (laughs) Yeah. I want to tell you. Three. Three. Got to get you into my life. Creeping back up to a four on I this I got one. a four on that as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a good job. See, this is fun already. It is. Well, you got Hicks. I'll go four. Well, you got Burger. I'll go four. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow Never Knows, track number 14, the final track. I got a four on it. I have a three on it. I had a score 3.3 on Revolver. 3.92. And you know what? There's a huge difference. Between a low three and a high three, I, there I, I is. came to find. There is. You're I'm right. I'm so excited to hear the tool grades. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really uh, am. I hope I didn't fuck it up. I really am. No, I don't think you can fuck it up. This is. I mean, this is what it is to and us. And you know what? I'm looking at my list, and I did this like, I don't know, maybe four days ago, and I think this would be different today because one of these albums, I've been playing the shit out of it recently and uh man it probably deserves a little bit more credit than what i gave it so is, is that is that a different album than what we're currently talking about so yeah. you'll, you'll get to that story yeah. here soon. yeah okay I that's kinda... fair that's good so yeah revolver for the sake of knowing i think just skimming through here revolver is by score at least and i'm gonna go by score because it's hard to decide without doing so but revolver is my number two beatles album okay it's number a, it's a good album they, yeah we're in the territory where they're all good sure yeah what's next man this is the one that i should have ranked higher because <laughs> i've been playing the white sh- album shit out of it and it's the white album. white album me too i've been playing the shit out of it too <sighs> yeah i've I got should've... a 3.73 overall on it so just a tick below revolver for me i'm 3.3 <laughs> But it may be better than, yeah, it may, I don't know. I, I think I can remember most of my scores. What you got as far as White Album goes? Do you have your song-by-song song score? Yes. Okay. Back in the USSR track number one. Five. I've got a four. I probably should have put five. Five. Love that yeah. shit. Dear Prudence, track number two. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Probably a four. Five. Okay. Oh, five on Dear Prudence. Damn I good love song. that song. Track number three, Glass Onion. Five. I've got a four on that. I love that shit. I like it a lot. Track number four, Obladi. I think I had like a two or three on that goofy shit. I like it. I mean, it, it is good, but yeah. it's not a zero or a one. But and I think I, I understand had a two or three. that. I understand that. Uh, Wild Honey Pie. With like a two or three. I don't remember exactly, but I don't love that one. I have a four on that. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. Not enough to give it a five. Track number six, the continuing story of Bungalow Bill. Bungalow Bill. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I probably have three, I think. But, I have a- but, but you know what? That song is is like a three and a four to me because the bungalow. Hey, Bungalow yeah. Bill. That's like a three for me. And then when they slow it down, yeah. it's like, oh, it's a four or five right there. Like when they slow it down, it's like. Yeah. It's so good. It's like so good and so average it's, to me it's at the a same time. It's a ride. It is. Yeah, it's like a bunch of different songs in the What do you have graded on that? Two. Two? 
but I understand what you're saying, and I agree right. with that. Uh, the the good parts are good. And I don't want to be exactly like are... you on these scores. we got to no. be a little different. I hope you have Opiate as your favorite Tool album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just did buy that on vinyl for seven ninety nine. It is just cheap because everywhere. I felt bad for it. I thought I'm going to buy it. Let me tell you something though. If you jam that album without <laughs> yeah. much thought, like if you just throw it on, yeah, there's like two or three really good bangers on that album. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I believe it just, that. It just pales in comparison to the rest of their shit. Yeah, I mean that's that's the difference. But yeah, yeah. Next song. Track number seven, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. That's five. That's a four for me just because I've heard it so much and I kind of got burnt out on it. Just yeah. the, just the people tr- that are covering it and just yeah. the... It, it seems to be the the jam that it's like a collaboration. You get a lot of the old British musicians together that play this. I've yeah, seen a lot of live true. footage now that just shut up and play something different, so understandable track number eight happiness is a warm gun i think i've got a four or five on that i can't yeah, remember okay. exactly but i really enjoy that song i've got a two on that one i didn't it didn't really do a whole lot for me track yeah. number nine martha my dear i've got a four on that drawing a blank there what's the tone of that song martha my dear i don't know i've been drinking as have i i don't we can't, I can't play give it an accurate I can't give an accurate I should know I since remember. I gave it such a high score. I listened to the whole album like three times yesterday. What the fuck was I doing while that song was on? I was, I was probably jerking it. <laughs> yeah. uh, track number 10, The Story of Our Lives, I'm So Tired. Uh, four or five on that, I think. I gave that a three. The next track, <laughs> Blackbird. Five. Five. That's one of their best songs. That's one of my top three favorite Beatles songs. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I love it so much. Track number 12, Piggies. Gave it a three. I don't even remember. I think how it I goes. gave that a three, too, but I'm not 100% on that. What about Rocky Raccoon? <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave it a three because I do enjoy it so much. Yeah, I gave it a two. Don't pass me by. I'm at three. Three or four. I can't remember exactly. Why don't we do it in the road? He stutters on purpose. I I really enjoy that shit. I think I gave it a three because I think it's vital to the album for a fun switch up, but it's not like any kind of impressive. I mean, I think the lyrics completely are, why don't we do it in the road? I don't think there's anything else. I don't think there is either, but I I like the message. I want to do it in the road too. Sounds like a good time. (laughs) Track number 16, I will. I will. I think three or four on that. I can't remember exactly. Uh, I have a two on that track. No, track seventeen, Julia. Uh, five. Uh, any song with a girl's name for some reason, I think is fucking great. I'm gonna open my beer. I think Julia and oh fuck, what other songs are there that's a girl's name? We'll get to them, I guess. But brothers Melissa. Oh, my brother's Melissa. There, and anything with a girl's name in it by the Beatles is typically really good. At least seemingly. Yeah. 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 So that was the White Album. Very good album. Wait a minute. Helter Skelter. You didn't even mention that. Did I leave that out? Somehow. Some way. Helter Skelter's a five. Oh, I'm not done. Yeah, I've got nine more tracks. I'm sorry. I was about to say, it's a big album. I love Birthday for some reason. I think I had a four on it. I love that fucking song. I have three on Birthday. But I love it. Uh, track number two on the. Why do I have track number two? Maybe Probably I was looking side at the B. final. Side B. Your blues, two. Two. Yeah. 
Mother Nature's son, two. Two or three. Everybody's got something to hide. Three or four, I think. I gave it a four. Sexy Sadie gave it a three. Five. Anything with the girl's name in it for some reason. Helter Skelter. Five. It's five. Jeez, what a song. Fuck banger. It's five. Yeah. Love it so much. Banger. Long, long, long. Gave it a three. I don't remember. Three or four. Revolution one. Three or four on that. I gave it a five. I really enjoyed that song. Track number nine, Good Night. I gave it a two. I want to say three. I, I should have wrote them down. I should have done that one in full. There's I, just so many tracks, and I was in a groove. Well, I forgot about them until you mentioned At that Scott point, I was so trying to figure it. out what I had, what my highest graded was. And, and then yeah. listening to it, I'm like, man, what white album's so much better than I remember. Yeah, and I should have ranked it a little bit higher looking at my list now. As time goes on, maybe we'll maybe we'll, we'll switch some of this up mid episode on something. Yeah, right, so right in the middle of an NXS episode, be like, you know, and White Album moved up the ranks this week. So I'm at six, Revolver number five, White Album number four, Abbey Road, Abbey Road, three point five overall Th- score. This is what I thought was one of my favorite. I have a three point five eight. Do you on really? Abbey Road. Yeah. 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 I was I was actually kind of surprised that this was uh well, let's see, by all intents and purposes, a three point five eight mm-hmm. is fourth. No, fifth. Okay. Fifth pound for pound favorite album. The white album, I think, is better. There's more jams, more hits on it to sure. me. Uh, and and there's there's more on here. We'll talk about them though. But let's go through Abbey Road. Come together. Five. Five. Oh my gosh, what a good song! It's a five. I put this. I recorded. I I, I bought this album, the remastered version. I bought it yesterday. I put it on this morning, and I videoed, uh, just a little clip of Come Together. Yeah. And uh, I threw it. I threw out a Facebook post, and I said Sunday morning session is or service is now in session. Oh God, yeah. And it automatically said copyright. I, I hate that I didn't, shit. I didn't even say anything about the Beatles. Yeah. It just oh no, it knows up. the music. You have to post. I I do not own rights. There's some line that you have to post for them <laughs> oh, not to block it. And it's yeah. just fucking ridiculous yeah i don't everybody, everybody in the world knows i don't own the rights to beatles music so i, I just that's a great song track number two something five four i've got a four on that that's a good song something in the way it's so good yeah three maxwell silver hammer two two yeah. i agree with you 100 percent. oh darling three five five okay i love that song Love it. Octopus's Garden. I like this song. It's a fucking one for me, son. <laughs> I like this song. Anything, Ringo, anything Ringo does is a one to me. The only reason I, I, I My can't, kids love it. I can't get it out of my head, and my I kids see why it. kids enjoy it. Maybe it's the kid in me that enjoys this because... My five-year-old loves that shit. I can't get it out of my head once it starts playing, and it's just... I like it. That's, it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, it's the Beatles. You yeah. know, for I mean, a Beatles song with a one is is much better than, um, you know, a Nickelback song with a three. <laughs> yeah. Just is. Oh yeah. Uh, I want you. She's so heavy. You're gonna hit that with a five. Oh, it's a five all day. That's, that's a, a four that's for a me. Seven and a half minute prog rock jammer. Right it's there. It's good. It's good. What'd you say you gave four. it? Four. 
Okay. I gave it a okay, four. Okay, I won't cuss at you for that. Yeah, I gave it a four. Here comes the sun. Five. It's a five. I love That's it. a classic. Love it. Because. Two. Five. Okay. I love that too. Yeah. I fucking love that. And it seems like this album, like how the fuck did I score it at a 3.58 when I'm giving everything but Maxwell's <laughs> yeah. Silver Hammer yeah. and Octopus's Garden uh, a five, but it drops off after because for me. So you never give me your money. Four. Four. I like it. It's a good jam. Yeah. Sun King. Three. It's a one for me. Okay. Mean Mr. Mustard. I gave this a three. I also gave it a three. Yeah. I have to go back and and I'll have to listen to that again. I don't like it's just not it's it's vital to the album because this this album especially gets really heavy and soft. Yeah. It never gets too hard. Mm -hmm. Like Helter Skelter mm-hmm. and a few songs off the White Album. It never gets too heavy. It doesn't come at you with full force very often. It's more subdued and uh, psychedelic, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, some, like I think every track on here is necessary except for Octopus's Garden. <laughs> I think I could left that shit out. Made yeah. this a sixteen-track jam. <laughs> uh, but I mean, Sun King is it's. I don't know. Mean Mr. Mustard's kind of important. Sun King, I, I would have left out too. Maybe I need to go back and review that. Your high score makes me want to go back and listen to that again. Uh, Polythene Pam. Three. Three as well. Yeah. She came in through the bathroom window. Four. Four as well. Cool. Golden Slumbers. Three. Three as well. Carry That Weight. Five. Four. I love this It's a good song. song. It's a really I good song. I love this song. I don't know why. It's, it's just a the, good song. The hook draws me in. Yeah. I like it. It is a good song. Very good song. Yeah. Uh, The End. Three. Four. Her Majesty. Three. Two. Okay. Two. 3.58 completely. A good album. A great album. I think anything... I think what I learned through this, too, is that when it comes to the Beatles, anything over a 3.25 yeah. is greatness. Yeah. And... 3.25 down to a three, I think is good. Anything under a three, I can honestly probably live without. Sure. Like, I don't have to take it to space with me. When, sure. When Elon asks me if I want to go to Mars with I'm him. ready. I'm take ready. Me, take well. me away, Elon. <laughs> it sounds like, cow. take me away, Elon. Take me away, Elon. What's next? Uh, we're, we were at Abbey Road. Yes. Uh, number three on my list, Let It Be. Let It Be. With a score of 3.9. This motherfucker surprised me. What do you have on it? 3.9? Yeah. That's dangerously close. I have a 3.83. <laughs> do you really? Yes. Yeah. Song one, two of us. Where are my notes at? Four, Let It Be. They're buried down here. Yes, two Bur- of us. I have a four. Buried. I have a five on two of us. I thought it's a great opener. It's good. Great opener. This album really surprised me. Track two, Dig a Pony. Four. I got a five on it as well. Yeah. Across the Universe. Five. Five. That's good. Damn good. Love it. I, Me, Mine. Four. Four as well. Yep. Dig It. Three. One. And I got to say this, Dig It. I looked around online to see what other people's thoughts were on this song. Uh Uh-huh. To me, it is 1,000% a dig at the Beatles, or a dig at the Stones. Okay. Like, 
the the vocals are mm-hmm. even. I swear to God, he's trying to sound like Mick Jagger. Really? Okay. And, and it's a bluesy riff. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. I swear to God, it's a dig at the the Stones. I believe you. Like it just feels like a dig at the Stones. Let it be. The song even opens up like a rolling stone <laughs> yeah like and then yeah. it's just bluesy and that raspiness i'm like that motherfucker's cracking on mick right now yeah uh let it be five it's a five yeah it's definitely a five maggie may four i got a two on that do you i do okay i've got a feeling four five yeah i love that oh yeah it's good oh yeah <laughs> it's good love it one after 909. Four. Three. The Long and Winding Road, which is a song about Paul McCartney's penis. Seriously? Yes. Really? Supposedly. Huh. Apparently his penis is a long and winding road. Huh. To Ram Jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. To Wings. <laughs> wings. God. The long and winding road. What did Wings sing? What, what was their what was their biggest? Wings. What was their biggest? Hit? I don't know. My there wife says one. they weren't very good. Oh, one guy tried to turn me on to. I wings. haven't listened to him much. One guy working. I just said, just shut the fuck up. Just shut up. I have attempted. Li- I attempted <laughs> to listen to Paul McCartney three because it came out last year, I think, did and it. it's okay. Yeah. But nobody's ever going to do what George Harrison did on a solo. Oh, album. no shit. Nobody. No shit. He's my man. He is. Uh, For You Blue. Three. I got a two on it. Okay. Get back. I've got five on it. I got a five on that That's as well. That's a good song. Oh, that's a jam, dude. Yeah. That is a jam. Yeah. It just takes me to the rooftop every time I hear it. Yeah, it's good. The rooftop performance. I, that's what I see when I hear that album. So let it be. I have a 3.9. You had a 3.8. 3.83. Yeah, I, I mean, good. that. I, w- I did not even think I liked it that damn much, but it was just a tick below Revolver just because Revolver had some, some songs that resonated with me real hardcore. What's your next one after... Uh, after that, I have a feeling I know what it is. Rubber Soul. Okay. I was wrong. What were you going to say? I guess I thought Sergeant Pepper might fall into that lineup there. My number two is Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul. Let's yeah. go through it. I've got uh, Rubber Soul, ironically, is my number one album by <laughs> the it? Beatles. Wow, it is a yeah. 4.14. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was very shocked going through this album. Yeah. Drive My Car. Five. It's a five for me as well. That is just, there's something about that uh-huh. that just fucking reels me in. I it's love good. that song. It's good. Norwegian Wood. Four. Five. It's a good song. Proggy as shit. I love it. Yep. You Won't See Me. I have a three for it. I have a three on it as well. Mm-hmm. Nowhere Man. I have a five. I like it. I was listening to it today, and it and it and it sounded better today than it had yeah. in a while. Which I I listened to it on vinyl, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I have a I have a three on nowhere, man. Sure, yeah. Think for yourself. Four. I have a four on it as well. Mm-hmm. The word three. I have a five on that. I don't know why. Yeah. I can't even think of it. Apparently, I can. Well, live there's so it. many songs. <laughs> there's so many songs. <laughs> Apparently, when I heard it, I was like, I can't live without this fucking song, man. (laughs) Five. Michelle. Four. You know what I got on it. It's a woman's name, and it's the Beatles. It's a five. Yeah. It's a five. Uh, What goes on? Three. Two. 
girl. Four. I got a five on it because it's about a girl just like Michelle <laughs> yeah. and sexy Sadie. And yeah. All, you know. <laughs> I don't know why, for some reason, when they sing about a specific girl or named girl, I fucking get hard. <laughs> I'm looking through you, track 10. Four. Five. That's a good song. Five. I, I love it. I like it. In my life. Five. Five. What a great track. Five all day. Yeah. Wait. Three. Three. I got a three as well. If I need someone. Four. I got a four on that as well. Yeah. Run for your life. Four. Four as well. So there's just a few differences between your fours and my fives for the most part. Yeah. That elevated Rubber Soul. So I was at a 3.9 score on Rubber Soul. And you it's were pretty high. Four, four point, one four. Four one four. I, re- I Apparently, I really love this fucking album, which is kind of crazy because if you look through the track listing on Rubber Soul... There's not really a song, maybe in my life, but there's not like one of their mass, massive, massive, massive hits. Right, yeah. This is almost more like there's not a bad song on it kind of album. Are you drinking that devil beer? I am. As well. <laughs> oh, shit. On it's it's on now, son. <laughs> I'm going to go to work fucking fucked up. <laughs> So Sergeant Pepper was your number one. Sergeant Pepper is my number one, and it uh, got a score of a 4.3. Sergeant Pepper is down there for me. This is, mm-hmm. uh, man, so I, I've got one, two, three, four, five. Sergeant Pepper would be my sixth favorite album. Okay. And I don't know why. Okay. I even tried to listen to it again, and I it's good. It's a three point. I've got it at a three point four six. That's so, still so that's good. really that's a good. good. Score. Yeah, but there's something about it. Let's go through track one, Sergeant Pepper. Five. I got a four on it. Okay. Like it, it I. Uh, it's really really good, but yeah, it's not up there for me as yeah. far as the echelon, the upper echelon of their tracks. With a little help from my friends, five. I've got a three on it. Okay. Like it's a it's an iconic classic song, but for some reason it doesn't resonate with me that much. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Four. I think it, maybe this is, what were you, there's a song you were saying you just heard way the, too much. That I, I heard. Huh? There was a track that I heard way too much. On a different was, album that I had scored pretty high. Well, my and guitar gently weeps. Yes. Yeah. The, to me, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is my okay. guitar that gently weeps. I've just heard it too many times. Yeah. And it it's became kind of less special to me, I guess. So I put a three on it. Okay. I get that. Getting better. Four. I got a four on that as well. Fixing a hole. Four. I have a three. She's leaving home. Four. I got a four. Being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Four. I got a three. What a fucked up title. It is. Within you, without you. Four. I got a three. When I'm 64. When I'm 64. Three. I've, I've got a four on it because I, I enjoy it. I should have bumped it up a little bit more. I enjoy it for some reason. Like, yeah. when I'm 64. I should have bumped. <laughs> bumped it up. It's just a good time. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> good time. It's, yeah. like a, it's like a bird. It's like if you put... They say it's your birthday <laughs> when I'm 64. <laughs> boom, boom. boom. <laughs> Just a good little jingle together. Lovely. Oh, shit. Look at me. I fu- I, I lied. Lovely Rita. Five. I got a three on that. Do you? Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why because I love all the songs specifically about a certain person. Well, you know, doing this review, you're taking a, you're taking a lot in. It is. I mean, it's uh But I go off that first instinct, too. Like, yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I'm like. 
can I live without it? That's what I start out with. Each each song, I'm like, can I live without this? And if the answer is yes, I'm like, is it vital? Yeah. And I listen a little more. I'm like, if the answer is yes or no, I, I I start from the top. I go into each song thinking it's five, and then I knock it down a little bit from there. I have a feeling if I listen to Lovely Rita again, maybe it goes to four. I don't know. Yeah, it could. But it's a three for me for now. Good morning, good four. morning. I got four. a four on that as well. Yeah. Sergeant Pepper reprise. Five. I got a three on that. Okay. A day in the life. Five. I got a four. Something about this album. Yeah, I'm looking through the track listing. Not a single five. It is, but, but there's no twos. It's all fours and threes. Yeah. I've got the whole album at fours and threes. So, of course, it came to a 3.46 average. Yeah, but that's still decent. Oh, it's a great album. It's a great fucking album. It's a great album. I mean, there's six. There is six great fucking albums yeah. by the Beatles. Yeah. And then there's a few good ones and a few that I could just, I'd be okay if I didn't ever hear again. Sure. Sure. Please, please me being one of them. And Yellow, yeah, I Yellow Submarine could fuck right off. <laughs> Magical <laughs> yeah. Mystery Tour can basically yeah. fuck right off. Yeah. Even Strawberry Fields Forever. What the fuck ever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I just don't care that much. So you're but it not, was interesting. Your number one was Abbey Road. My number one was Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul, I'm sorry. Abbey Road, surprisingly. So we got a 3.58 on Abbey Road. But so you initially, like did you expect Abbey Road to be your favorite? Or did you? I didn't. Okay. Like, I said before doing this that Abbey Road was my favorite. And the more I thought about it, I was like, there's two or three songs on Abbey Road. Namely, I Want You. Uh-huh. And maybe come together and something something come together and i want you are three songs that i just think are just magic sure like there's just it hits me it's got this dark vibe to it the whole album has kind of a dark vibe and i like dark albums oh i do too yeah so i just assumed this was my favorite yeah and then you know when i go all the way through rubber soul i'm like this fucking album is just a masterpiece top to bottom. Sure. And I feel the same way about Revolver. And I feel the same way about Abbey Road. And I feel the same way about Let It Be and the White Album. And then Sgt. Pepper is just a tick below for me, those albums. Yeah, yeah. And they're all fucking great. They are. Like I said, I was listening to A Hard Day's Night this evening while folding laundry because I'm a goddamn adult. (laughs) And uh, A Hard Day's Night, I was was jamming the fuck out of it, man. I'm like, this is a good fucking album. Oh, it's good shit. I was like, and these motherfuckers have six or seven better albums than this, and this is a good fucking album. Even their bad stuff is good. It's all good. Yeah. Please please me, though, and with the Beatles, I think. I think those are it. Uh, Those early ones, as far as early ones go... Please, please me with the Beatles. I I just don't care that much. Help, I love because mm-hmm. the opening track sets the tone. Help sure. is a great song. That's a good song. And A Hard Day's Night, same thing. The opening track. It's, it's a good, a hard, it, it's a a good, good opening. It's a good tone setter. Sure. You know what time it is now? Yes, I do. It's fucking tool time. Yes, it is. You people that get sick of us talking about <laughs> tool, I apologize. No, I don't. I don't apologize don't a bit. Apologize. I don't apologize a bit. We're back on a tool kick, too. And that's the reason for this episode. We bounce back and forth. I think both of us. I've listened to Tool and the Beatles all fucking week. <laughs> I have, too. It's, yeah. like, it's like a fine casserole. I've built this casserole the past <laughs> 10 days, probably. It's a crock pot. 
It's a crock pot mixture <laughs> of a lot of tool and a lot of beetles. I mix that up and I'm like, I'm in heaven and I sprinkled just a dash of lip biscuit in there. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> just a little dash of lip biscuit in there. That's just too. just to keep it fun. <clears throat> and it's been it's been a good week of music. Yes, it has. Little Megan the Stallion in there too, because her new album makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Let's go tool. <clears throat> Obviously, we're starting out at the bottom here. Opiate is my least favorite album of theirs. It's an EP, so it's hard to consider an album. But when you've got a band like Tool that waits 13 goddamn years to release something, <laughs> yeah. Opiate kind of has to count. Opiate is my least favorite album. Uh, yes. I What's kinda, your score? Man, it's actually kind of decent. It's a 3.2. That's awesome, because mine's a 3.33. Is it? Yeah. yeah. That's the number I, mean, I see all the time. Three by- <laughs> <laughs> See, there it is again. It's always there. Goddamn Illuminati. Yeah. So we're pretty close on that. And it only goes up from here, which yeah. is telling about how much we love Tool when it starts at a 3.33. <laughs> yeah. We're basically just whacking off the whole time. Their worst album. Their worst album is, uh, what, what was a 3.3 on the Beatles? Was there? Any, uh, I need to see. So Opiate is relative for the Beatles- uh, it and Sergeant Pepper are real close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Opiate and Sergeant Pepper are real close. I have Opiate and Revolver pretty close. <laughs> That's kind of funny. When Which you think I kind of like Revolver more than I like Opiate, probably. Um, um, Opiate and Sergeant Pepper are actually real close. The scoring yeah. system's working for me. Yeah, yeah. it's working for me because I Opiate, even though Opiate is not, even though it's their worst production to me sure. i still fucking love it oh yeah I, like the song opiate is one of those jams yeah you know makes you want to go take a bath because you feel dirty for saying <laughs> you know a higher being wants to rape someone anyways uh, opiate track one sweat four i got a four on it as well oh yes hush track two two, two. i got a four do you uh, okay. yeah uh, those two, those two are two of my favorites. Uh-huh. Three, part of me. Three, I got a three on that as well. Four, cold and ugly. Three, I got a two on cold and ugly. Okay. Five, jerk off. Three, I got a two on jerk off. Okay. Opiate. Four, I got a five on opiate. That's that's a big one for me. That's that's a good song. One of the first songs I heard. I think I heard sober and then opiate okay so it, it has a special place for me but a 3.33 overall i'm anxious to hear what your next album is your you know what it is <laughs> I, I think we i there's no way we don't have the I next one the same i've got undertow as the second worst album i've got undertow as the second worst album okay, out of 3.4 3.6 for me okay so we're, we're still close track one intolerance three I got a four on it. I think it's a banger of an opener. It's a good banger of an opener. I, I, it's one of my favorite songs on the album. So it was a four. Track two, Prison Sex. Four. I've got a three on that. I think it might be partially due to burnout. Yeah. I think a lot of Tool fans consider this one of their best. And, and to me, I just, I was a Tool fan really fucking early. Yeah. I had my friend Mandy introduced me to Tool at the time of Undertow. There was not another album out. Yeah. So Undertow, I listened to that album for a few years before their next one dropped. Sure. And Prison Sex had kind of the sheen had wore off yeah. when I was a teenager. Yeah. Uh track three, Sober. 
Five. I got a three on it. Do you? I do. Same thing. Same same scenario. The sheen wore off of it. It wasn't even one of my favorite songs back then. I thought there was way better songs on this album back then, so I it's it's kind of suffered for me. Uh, Track four, bottom. Got three. I have a three on it as well. Track five, crawl away. Three. I have a four on that one. Okay. Six, Swamp Song. I've got a two. I have a four on Swamp Song. Okay. I like Swamp Song. Uh, my favorite track, seven, Undertale. I have a three. I have a five on it. Okay. It's dark, and it's scary, and it's creepy, yeah. and it sounds like it should be in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking good jam to me. Yeah. Four, uh, track eight, Four Degrees. Four. I got a five on that one. That's a good jam. That's a good one. Track nine, Flood. Three. I got a three on that as well. Track 10, this is where shit gets weird too. Track 10, Disgustipated. I have a four on this one. I have a two mm-hmm. on this one just because it's a little too abstract for my liking, mm-hmm. I guess. I get that. So. What did you have for an overall score for Undertale? 3.6. Okay. Even. 3.6. Okay, that was 3.4. And I do love this album, but I don't go back to it too often what did you say either. your score was on it 3.4 3.4 yeah i don't go back to this album i don't go back to this album very often no the first couple like i'm i've, I've kind of burnt myself out on them over the years and you've, you've got two different types of tool fans honestly yeah, yeah. you go to a concert and you have the opiate undertow crowd yeah that love the heavy metal tool no chicks Road chicks are going to be <laughs> right. It's a concert. Right. You Tool got, and rush. Yeah, just the fucking toxic masculinity <laughs> is loving opiate and undertow. Yeah. And they think the rest of it has been a drop off, whereas I think the artsy fartsy shit is great. Oh, I do too. Fucking great. Yeah. So, opiate undertow, we both have them as last and next to last. I'm anxious to hear what your next album choice is. This is where sh- this this is why the grading system is fun because this is where we find out how we feel about the last four albums in their discography which are all magical to me. Oh, I think so too. They're all magical. Yeah. These last four albums are pure fucking magic in my eyes. Yeah. What is next? What is your th- what is third from the bottom for you? Fear. Same. <laughs> no shit. Same. No shit. Good. Yep. What kind of score did you give Fear? 4.0. Did you? Yep. What you got? I have a 3.5. I got a 4.0. And, yeah. and that, so, yeah. Uh, but, but that, again, it's the difference between a couple songs. You having graded one lower than me. Sure. This is, this is a... Uh, and this is where it gets tricky, too. And I'm going to say, before we get into scoring this, I was almost like, the good songs on this album are so fucking good. They are. And then there's there's like two different chunks. The other chunk is just kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's like really good or yeah. just filler. I was super happy with this album when it came out. I was, too. I was like, yes, this is what I wanted from yeah. a Tool album. And as time has gone on, I still love it. I do too. But I have realized that it is the weakest of their last four releases. I totally agree with that. And there is, did you, did you, I assume you did the, the streaming version. So there's 10 tracks. Here. I did 10 tracks. Good. Yeah. Track one, Fear Inoculum. Five. I got a four on it. I like this. It's song. a little 
it's really, really, really fucking good. I think it's just a tiny bit repetitive with the chugs. Okay. The chugging guitar. There's not a lot of tempo changes on that one for me. I love it. A four is a great fucking score. Yeah. I, I don't see it as their pinnacle, though. But it's really fucking good. Numa track two. Five. It's a five. Love this it. is a fucking Numa is fantastic. That's a great song. Track three, which is uh, kind of an interlude, Litany Contra Le Pior. Two. I've got a three on it, mostly because it's a good lead-in to track four, Invincible. Five. I've got a four on this one. I love this song. A lot of people would put a five on it. Yeah. Like, this, Invincible is one of those, uh, you start reading in tool communities, which I'm a geek, so I do. I need to. <laughs> and a Invincible is very high okay. on the list for most people. And, okay. and a four is, I still think it's glowing. It's, yeah. Uh, track five, Legion Inoculant. I have this marked as not a song. I yeah. did not. I did not grade it. I have a two on this. It's just. That's probably why my score is a little higher because I didn't throw a grade on it because it's not a lead in. Yeah. And it's not musical. It's just, to me, it was just noise. Yeah. So it I, was. I didn't throw a grade on that one. I kind of, my my 10 tracks got chopped to an average of eight. Okay. So six descending. Four. I've got a four on that as well. Yeah. Track seven, Calling Voices. Three. I have a five on this one. Okay. I love the beginning half of the song that's soft and Maynard being very Joni Mitchell-like. And okay. then it heavies up at the end and then just drops right back off and it ends. Okay. It's kind of a, kind of a, it, it, yeah, I like calling voices a lot. Might be my Good. favorite track on the album, honestly. Good. Uh, track eight, Chocolate Chip Trip. <sighs> I've got a two on this. I got a three on it. I appreciate the drumming and it's yeah. kind of a cool song, but it's not vital to me. Yeah. And there's, for good reason, I guess Danny Carey, like they were taking a break recording and fucking around so he just went off by himself and, and recorded this nice like just fucking used all his machines yeah and just yeah. made a track and he played it for him they're like that needs to go on the album and i'm like it doesn't really <laughs> yeah. i guess okay yeah. cool fine yeah it shows his prowess as a drummer so okay yeah uh track nine tempest five i got a four on it yeah this is probably my favorite track i got a four on it it's i like it I like it a lot. To me, it's like every era of Tool wrapped into one. I hear Opiate on that track. I hear Undertow. I hear Anima. I hear Lateralis. I hear 10,000 Days. I hear everything they've ever done mm -hmm. in that one track, which almost, which is what kept it from a five because for me, it was a little bit too busy. Okay. But my God, did Adam Jones kill that fucking... That's that's the best guitar that's jam he's ever done. That's why I'm calling this my favorite on the track. That's the, the best album, guitar jam he's ever done. It's good shit. Yeah. It's good shit. Oh, yeah. For, for me to have a four on it, and it's Tool, because there's so many vital Tool tracks, like, I, you know, I had to put myself in a position of what Tool songs can I live with and live without? And yeah, Tempest is damn near live with, can't live without it, but... Ultimately, because of some of their other tracks, I can. Uh, Mocking Beat, I got not a song. I, it's yeah. Just, it's just fucking birds in the forest fucking. <laughs> it's, just, it's just some bullshit. I had a two on it. It's, it's just, just kind of shit. 
What is your next album in the lineup? Onima. That's what I have. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. We're I have three. Page. I have an overall score of three point six. I have a four point one five. Okay. On Onima. Let's hear what you enjoyed the most on track one. Stink Fist. Five. I've got a four on it. Okay. Uh, track two. Eulogy. I have a four. I have a five. Yeah. I love that's that's one I can't live without. Mm-hmm. Uh, track three. H. Five. I got a three. Do you? Okay. H. Yeah. Okay. Shit's getting crazy. <laughs> yeah. Four, useful idiot. Two. I've got a four on it because I think it's an important intro to the next song, 46 and two. Yeah. Which you've got? A seven. <laughs> a five. I've got a five on it as well. If I could score higher than a five, I probably I probably would. 46 and two is one of their best all-time it's songs. It's one of my top three favorite songs. 100%. I agree with you completely. Yeah. Message to Harry Manback I got listed as not a song. It's not a song. I put a three on it. I don't know why. Didn't score it. Hooker with a penis. I have a four on this song. I have a three. Yeah. This is a little too unlike tool for me, but it was still good. Yeah. There was some fucking heavy shit. There was a lot of undertow carried over into okay. it. It was like a mix of new and a mix of old, which makes it really good, but Intermission, track eight. I have a one. I have a four. Two, okay. I do. <laughs> just because I love the where the organ goes, and then the next track, Jimmy's like, the heavy guitar is like. Yeah. Yeah. The, the interlude before that kind of makes that song even better to me, which gotcha. I have a four on. Inter- I have a, a four on Jimmy. So I have a three I, on Jimmy. I kind of counted them together. I, I thought I took both those songs and considered them one sure. and gave them both a four. Sure. Uh, Tin Dyer von Satan, which is a German word spoken recipe it's for cookies. It's a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> That's some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it led in well to push it, so I gave it a four. You gave track number 10? Yeah, Dyer von Satan. I, I, I gave it I a two. I thought it was a really good lead in to four this to me where onima sticks out is the filler tracks are actually important to me sure. because they lead in well to some of these really good songs and push it's a four for me okay push it's a five for me gotta have i, it. I considered Love it, it. Yeah. i considered it because it is a fucking good one uh cesaro some ability i have as a four is a great lead in to one of the greatest songs of all time onima <sighs> which I got listed as a five. I have that listed as a, it's a five. I mean, it could, it's a if five. I could grade it higher, I'd grade it higher. Yeah, if I could give it a 10, I'd probably give it a 10. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fucking great song. Sure. Ions, not a song to me. I gave it a three, just a link in the chain, just, I don't know. I guess it kind of leads in, but I don't know. The, the fact that track 15, third eye is like 13 minutes long, I didn't necessarily need ions in there for yeah. that to still be good to me. But Third Eye, one of my favorite Tool songs, it's a five for me. Gave it a five. Fucking brilliant. It's a great song. It is a 13-minute journey. It and is. it's like that song almost leads into Lateralis. Like Third Eye is a 13-minute sure. prog rock fucking experience. And if you went from third eye straight into the grudge on Lateralis, I bet it fucking 
just meshes perfectly. Yeah. Like it's it's good shit. Sure. Next album on the list. Uh-oh. I already this, I already know this. This is where we're, we're going to split. We're going to We're flip-flopped we're gonna, here. We're going to split paths. We're flip-flopped here. But. We can do whichever one you want first cuz we both know we both know we're flip-flopped here. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh it was a very close call for me. Let's do Lateralis, which was Sounds the next good. on my list. That's my number one. Oh my god, it's such a good my number one. fucking album. Track number it is. one, The Grudge. Five. Five. Fucking great. Oh, I love that. I, I mean the amount of fives I have on this shit is is unreal. It's uh the it's, Grudge a, it's is a, a five. Such a great song. It's I I can't even describe it. I can't either. Yeah. There's there's a few songs on this I can't describe. That's one of them. The Grudge I I can't even describe. It's yeah. it's a masterpiece to me. You can't think of any other song that sounds like it. No. Yeah. And even the lead in, like the fucking the the weird, like <laughs> yeah. just the noises they put in these oh, I know. tracks. I know. People are out there like these dudes are fucking lame, <laughs> fucking lame ass guys. I don't care. The Grudge is great. It's a it's five. Uh, track two, Eon Blue Apocalypse. Four. I got a four on that too. It's a I've great a lead four. in. Yeah. Great lead in yep. to The Patient, which I have as a five. I have as a five. Fucking good, man. <laughs> it's a beautiful song. I love it. It is. Mantra, I got is not a song to me. I have it as a two, just as a low hitter. Just a, yeah. Five, schism. Five. I got a five on that as well. It's and great. and that's not even one of my favorite songs. Yeah. But it's brilliant. It is. It's, it's just brilliant. There's nothing else you can say about it. Track yeah. six, Parable. I have four. I have a five because it to me it and Parabola is the same song, it which is. I also have a five on. Parabola, I have a five. It's fucking good shit. Yep, ticks T- and leeches. Four. I have a four on that track. Yeah, it's just a it's a little tiny bit. I don't want to say too screamy, yeah. but it's just a little tiny bit throwbackish and a little bit old school, which I appreciate. And a four is a great score, so it's a four. Track nine, Ladder Alice. If you give it less oh, than a five, a I'm five. jumping over the table. <laughs> it's a five. Okay, good. That's yeah, that's one of the, that's that's uh, probably top three all yeah, time for me. I agree with that. Any band? Yeah, it's just it's, it's just magic. Track ten, Disposition. I have a five. I have a four on that one. Yeah, it's a good good jam. Track eleven, Reflection. I have a four. I have a five. It's a good track. Track 12, Triad. Four. I have a four on that as well. And Fape, Dioid. Two. Track 13, I got not a song. It's, it's not. just not anything to... It's filler. A little bit of album filler, but a 4.63. So far in the scoring age of this podcast, this is the closest thing to a five I've got is this <laughs> That's album. That's good. And I don't know if anything... I will be surprised if anything ever approaches... A 4.6 or higher for I me. understand that. Because this album is probably my favorite album of all time. It's great. Of everything. I love it. And the next album is also one of my favorite albums of all time. And I know it's, <laughs> it's your number one. Oh, it's my number one. 10,000 so Days. 10,000 Days. I'm at a 4.3. Ladder Alice, I was 4.2. 10,000 Days, I'm at a 4.3. I graded that shit higher than you. Which I should have 4. probably. 4.4. I sh- probably should have graded that a little bit higher. Track number one. I think my- if you went back through and and regraded your filler tracks or decided to subtract yeah. some, we'd probably be real close to about the same. I bet so too. But 
that's a that's just a that's a personal preference thing too. Yeah. Like if you like the filler track, you grade it. If you don't think it belongs, you don't. Yeah. Tool does a lot of those. There's been times that I've been pissed. Actually, I was pissed about Fear Inoculum because I was like, there's really only seven fucking songs on this thing. Yeah. Three, three of them are interludes. Like we got seven songs, but those seven songs are like 80 fucking minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good times. 10,000 days. Track one, Vicarious. Five. Five. Oh my God. Five all day. That's a fucking jam. That's it a is. hard rock it tool is. jam. It is. Yeah. It, it pumps me up. Oh, it does me if too. If I was about to get into a fight, <laughs> that's what you a want fist fight, I yeah. think I want to hear Vicarious yeah. before I go fight. Yeah. Uh, track two, Jombie. Five for it's me. Fucking five all day. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Three, Wings for Marie, part one. I have a four. Five. Yeah, it's good. The, the whole thing is a whole three. Track three, aim four, five, and five. I have uh, track four uh, at a five. The Pot. Five. Oh, it's a five. There's five. no other song that exists that's like that. No. My no. kid loves that song. It's, it's fucking just, great. Yeah. I mean, it's just—it's it, it, just so all over the place. It's a rock. It's a—it's a fucking. It is a. It's weird to say about Tool, but that's a classic fucking rock it jam. It is. Yeah. Six. Life and Conjuring. I have as a three. I have a three. Lost Keys. Track seven. I have as a three. I have a four. Rosetta Stone. Five. I have a five on that as well. I love this track. At first, you think like. When it first comes on, I'm like, this might be a four because he's using the bullhorn mm -hmm. on this. It's mm -hmm. like, <laughs> like, I can't understand it that much when he's screaming into that thing. But that is a lateralis like journey. Sure. And it's just peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, and it's sure. all fucking good. Track nine, Intention. I have a three. I have a three on that as well. Right into track number 10. It's a fucking five. Oh, it's five. It's, it's a so good. Five. So, Some of the songs on this album are so relaxing. They are. And and Right Into and Jombie are both so mind-melting for me. I can just lay there, close my eyes, put that shit on, and just fucking this, this, relax so hard. This album makes my life better. It does I mean, mine, too. This a, and Lateralis. And, and Lateralis the, yeah, is those two. Those are two. I love them. I'm glad we have the same top two. Sure, yeah. Because those two albums, to me, they go they're hand close. in hand. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just classic on top of classic. It's just this album never gets old to me. Lighter Alice doesn't get old to Neither me. Neither one of them get old to me. I have had moments in the past because I played the fuck out of Lighter Alice. Yeah. I played the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. Every time a new Tool album comes out, it's in my CD player because I buy the CD every time because I want to get in my car and that be the first thing that comes on. Yeah. 10,000 or ten, uh, not 10,000 days, but Fear Inoculum. That has <laughs> that album's been in my CD player since it came out. Oh, has it? So, in my car, I've had the same CD in my car for two years. Yeah, <laughs> these other albums, I think I had in for three or more years <laughs> when they yeah. came out. Yeah, so that's just, I mean, I, that tells the story to me. Uh, Vaginty, I can't fuck for, vagina, vagina trees. <laughs> vaginal, vaginal three trees. Vaginties. Not a song to me. I, I, I didn't put a three. It. It's just in there, just because I'm still high from the other songs. It's just yeah. left over. It's all good. This yeah. album's amazing. I, I, I'm, I'm super thankful you picked up that 
fucking record for me of 10,000 days. Oh, yeah. Hard as fuck to find. Yeah, I sent you a message. And I didn't see it, and it was like I can't. It was like forty three bucks, and I was like, "Do you want this?" And you know, I, you know, I'm paying for thought, that shit. I thought Barker wants this shit. Oh, if he doesn't yeah. want it, then I'll just have two fucking copies of it. If he doesn't want it, he's lost his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, because this is up. You know, yeah. it's up there in the top five or ten albums of all time for me. So yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. Good. Which is yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I I was very I wasn't surprised I knew Ladder Alice was my favorite here. Sure, that's what I was expecting. But I was struggling over the years. Like I don't know, I don't know if I like Ten Thousand Days or Anima more. I feel like I'm as a Tool fan, I'm supposed to like Anima more. Sure, yeah. Because most people, that's their that. number one. Honestly. I get that. But to me, I don't think they were at their peak yeah. until Ladder Alice. Yeah. And then when Ten Thousand Days came, yeah, there was a lot to live up to sure and i think they nailed it sure like but i don't think they surpassed i think they just i think they nailed it yeah i think ladder alice and Ten Thousand days are so close to on an even playing field sure. that it's just the difference in a few key tracks that, that yeah that changes the balance from one person to the next sure oddly enough there's a bunch of tool fans that don't think Ten Thousand days is even that good yeah fuck them <laughs> that's crazy fuck those guys to each their own to man. each their own yeah 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 that, that, that's the thing you know i may i may like a a uh fucking oh shit i was trying to think of that whole zoot suit riot who's that fucking band zoot suit, zoot suit riot yeah. oh my god somebody may that? have that as their best album of all time and i can't judge <laughs> I can't judge. Whatever. If you if you think the bare naked ladies are one of the Squirrel best, Squirrel Nut Zippers. Squirrel Nut. Was oh, that zippers. who it was? That's who it was. I can't believe I remember that shit. Exactly. Who it I was. can't remember anything. Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was excited about the tour. And I knew what your favorite album was. Yeah, yeah. But I was still excited to find out where you had the other ones. Sure. And it's comforting to know that the old stuff is is not our favorite. Yeah. Not your favorite. Not my favorite. Yeah. I was kind of surprised by Fear Inoculum, too, because I knew I liked it. I knew I liked it a lot. But it, uh, when I look at this scoring after it's all said and done, uh-huh. Fear Inoculum is uh, quite a bit down there. Yeah. Like, it's it's great. It's fucking great. Yeah. The, but it ain't as great as those top two. I agree. It's not close to those top two. I agree. It's, it's definitely a, a tier below. Yeah. So it's like top tier. You got those two albums. Then it's anima and then it's fear inoculum on that yeah that next tier yeah and then the other two on the tier below that yeah it's like i said earlier with the fear inoculum i was like either fives or twos you know yeah. there wasn't much in between yeah yeah it really was and it was like you know numa's fucking magic yeah and, you know you had you you had fear inoculum as magic i had calling voices magic like there's a there's a couple magic moments and then there's really good tool shit yeah. And then there's a couple that's just like, eh, you know, fucking yep. weird filler tracks. Yeah. Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> How do Still you go? Sucks. This is the kind of show this is. Oh, my God. We, we talk about the Beatles, which, let's be honest, even if you don't like Tool, the Beatles are universally known as one of the best bands of all time, if not the best band of all time. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get into heavier music and, and people that – really like a good journey to be fair even if you don't like them tool is a very important act in the history of rock oh yeah 
there are people that praise this band to the heavens. It's the Pink Floyd of me and Hicks's generation. That's a good, yeah, that's a good option. It's the Pink Floyd and Rush yeah. of our generation. So even if you don't like them, just know Tool's a big fucking deal. Tool releases Fear Inoculum 13 years after the last album, yeah. and they knocked Taylor Swift off the charts. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Yeah. That's I, right. I mean, that's yeah. how big Tool is. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's just a love-hate thing. You either don't give a shit at all, uh-huh. and then you got this Tool crowd that are fanatics and would fucking do anything to see a show or get a new album. Sure. That's us. Yeah. So we're talking about two highly, 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 highly respected bands. And now we get to talk about Limp Bizkit. <laughs> you know what? I was what all, a fucking night. I'm, I'm thinking about my day today. I was, I spent a lot of time in my garage and I went from the Beatles White Album to old Too Short. Too Short was good. <laughs> to old Too Short albums. That'll be an episode at some point. To fucking what Limp Biscuit's most recent album, yeah, to like Abbey Road, and I was I was all over the place today. That's a good thing. That's that's is. that's part of being a music lover. Yeah, you know, we, you you can't just hone you in from, on the greats. I mean, how many people go from George Harrison to Too Short? Not many. Yeah, there's Not probably many. more than what I think, but that probably. But it's just, I was just all over the place. And I think maybe I was kind of getting in the mood for Limp Biscuit, which one of these tracks kind of reminded me of some old school hip hop. Talk about this album. So maybe that kind of influenced me a little bit to get onto the to the Too Short. I know where bit, that happened, so. too. I, I bet I can guess what song that happened on. Yeah, I bet you can, too. Listen to Too Short. I bet you can, too. So Limp Biscuit came out with a new album called Still Socks. We knew it was possible they were coming out with a new album, and then all of a sudden, a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago, they said, fucking Halloween, you're getting a new Limp Biscuit <laughs> yeah. album. And yeah. I was like, I'm excited. Yeah, I One, was because you and I... Watched the Lollapalooza and they oh played. Oh my god! They played dad vibes at the end of that. Yes, they did. And when they played dad vibes at the end of that, this yeah. was me. <laughs> it was me too. It was me too. I was like, this and, is and, fucking and good. I was like, where is this song? Is yeah. there something new coming up? Because this yeah. song is not on any other album. What a way to introduce a new single from an album. He's a fucking genius when it comes to marketing. Fred he, Durst is. He is. I'm saying. He is. I agree with that a million percent. And then at the same time, they (laughs) didn't promote this at all. Yeah. They only promoted this with that song at the end of Lollapalooza and his new look. That's the only promotion they put into this because no one knew it was coming. And like three days before it dropped, Fred's like, go give you a new album on Halloween. I don't think they want to be super famous. It's hard for me to put my finger on it. I think they're sick of it. that shit. I think they're like, we're in our fucking 50s. We don't... And that's another thing, too. You you listen to this album top to bottom, yeah. and you're like, you have to remind yourself, this dude's like 53, 52, 53. Fred oh, Durst yeah. is 52, 53. Yeah. To watch a band like Queen or yeah. the Beatles or the Foo Fighters yeah. or there's a shit ton of people that like I understand them rocking at 53 sure but to hear fred durst still rapping at 53, <laughs> yeah yeah it's just something it's a sight to behold for some reason i don't know why oh i think so they don't too. seem like a band of 50 year old guys to no, me no they don't they don't but and the I- fact that they're still having fun 
at 52, 51, whatever. It's endearing to me. Sure. This band is endearing to me. For some, somehow, some way, their brand of douchebag rockery has captured my heart, and I don't even know how to explain it. People, my wife, Sean Phipps, multiple people out there are like, what the fuck is wrong with you that you like this shit? And I was like, I don't know, but I do. <sighs> my 16-year-old son, who is probably slamming you. exposed to all kinds of music, thank God he loves all kinds of music, and I'm like, Man, I want to see. Uh, I'm good. I'm like, man, I want to see Limp Biscuit live. And he's like, what are you talking about? He said, do you really? And I'm like, yes, it's going to be on my bucket list. I want to see Limp Biscuit live. It's a party. It's a party. And there are like three, I don't want to say three things. <sighs> Number one, I think the impression that I get, Fred has kind of matured a little bit. In, you would in, have to in, at in a certain kind of way. The the Lollapalooza tour or the the footage for it, the video. I mean, and I said it before, but he's uh, he seems more caring, more caring, older and wiser, older and wiser, older and wiser, and and and, and you have to. St- to stop and think for just a second that maybe Limp Biscuit is that outlet for him. Maybe it's the outlet for all of them. Like, you know what? Adulting sucks ass. Yeah. But when I get to play in Limp Biscuit, I forget about all the adulting shit. And instead I say I pack a chainsaw. What? <laughs> I pack a chainsaw. <laughs> what? I'll skin your ass raw. What? Like you drop all the fucking serious shit and you're like, I just need an outlet. Yeah. I need an outlet to yeah. be goofy and to make myself smile and the name Lip Biscuit alone make it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's. They have so many haters, but at they, the end of the know. day. And they know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that band has accomplished more. Than most of us, ninety eight percent of us, ever will. Oh, as, sure. As far as you know, being in people's ears, sure. or being in people's faces, or being seen, you cannot deny the fact that you speak the words "Limp Biscuit." Most people know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I, an accomplishment. I agree. I, I mean, agree. it is an accomplishment, whether it's for love or for hate. Nickelback, same thing. Most people know. Yeah, what Nickelback is. But I've watched like at least three videos and I've sent you a couple links, but Fred Durst, uh, these guys built Fred Durst. I'm a motorcycle guy. These guys built Fred Durst uh, a bike and his interaction, which I don't know how he really is. I haven't watched that yet. It's on my watch later list. But his interaction with these guys, he was so involved in in the conversation i mean he was more focused on the way he was interacting with his guys it was just really impressive to me because he was asking a lot of questions right it wasn't me 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 i'm a fucking rock star me 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 it was just a normal dude talking and he was asking you know 
you know, how old are you, man? And you know, you have a you have a family and stuff, and you know, just a I thought giving a shit. I thought, yeah, and I thought, how cool is that? You don't just have because, to do that. Just because, and I don't know if it was because the camera was there, but then I saw somebody approach him in like a parking lot, and he was getting into a Rolls Royce, and he's like, man, you got a new album? And he's like, he just. You know, you just got to wait and see, and you know, just asking the cameraman questions about his personal life and stuff. And I thought that's kind of cool. You know, yeah. I I I kind of like that. And then the other part of the equation that I enjoy, I watched a video. I actually saw it today. It uh, was Wes Borland. He said, uh, you know, a lot of you guys are having trouble trying to figure out. I'm assuming that you guys are having trouble figuring out the guitar riff to out of style and it's one of the first times i've ever seen him without makeup on playing guitar in front of the camera you gotta send me that and the way he was playing and you could see his face his facial expressions because you can't usually see that because of the makeup. I don't see it during the concerts and stuff. It's covered the up. LED mask. Yeah, it's covered yeah. up. I can't see it. And, and I love his, that about him. I love his I love his fucking crazy looks. I do too, yeah. It's like the 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 land of misfit toys yeah. all together as one. It really is. But he's like, I'm gonna show you how to do this. And I was like, How the fuck are you doing that? I play guitar. I I mess around with the guitar, but I thought, how the fuck do you do that? But it was really neat to see that, just as a normal dude. Yeah. And I thought, man, it's it was really good. And I think he's a huge element. You know, Limp Biscuit and West Borland kind of split up for a short amount of time. Very short, but yeah. It was like An it's album. like macaroni over here and cheese over here. Yeah. It's kind of meh. But when they get together, man, some of their grooves. Oh man. It's it's really fucking good. Honestly, I, I I think it is. I do too. And I think I think West Borland wants to be a little more artsy and outgoing and not be pigeonholed into like frat rock kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. But there's something to be said for a brand of rock like that that is picking on themselves a little bit. Yeah. And at the same time proving to you that they can lay down a catchy track. Yeah. That that sort of you have to look at it from the outside and look at the whole picture like, yes, on first listen, this is some douchebaggery off the charts. Yeah. But the more you hone in and focus on it, it's meant to be, and it's almost meant for you to hate it. Yeah. That way, the people that can appreciate it a little bit more, it's a little more endearing. It's a little more personal. Let's get into this Let's album. Let's get into this album. It's, Still it's, sucks. It, it's really interesting. Like this is one of those perplexing groups that it is extremely hard to explain to someone why you like them. Yeah, it it's is extremely hard. And there's a track in here that fucking drives that home a little bit. Yeah, Lip Biscuit still sucks. First off, I want to say the album title is endearing to me because. The album title is called Still Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like all, you know, a decade later after Gold Cobra that I, which I loved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're saying that they still suck. Yeah. So they're basically saying like, all you haters, we're going to give you an album to continue to hate on. Sure. And it opens up with Out of Style. <sighs> I fucking love. I yeah. love this song. I 
I love this song. I do too. It is that if there's one thing Lit Biscuit knows how to do, it's the the first point I'll make is they know how to open an album. Yes, they do. And they know how to bring energy immediately yeah. on an album. This is a this is a live band. It is. This is a live band. And I've heard I've heard groups that have thrown down a very good album and sound like shit yeah. on a that I've seen on YouTube during a live performance sound like fucking shit. These guys, I think, throw down some pretty good. Are we getting some comments? Liberty Dude says, preach the love. We're going <laughs> to love on him. I mean, yeah. it's just, uh, seriously, we're going to love on him. I have seen the light with this band. They're not Tool. They're not right. the Beatles. Right. They're not the Stones. They're not Led Zeppelin. They're not <sighs> even Radiohead. They're not any of those bands. Yeah. This is not a deep fucking internal, yeah, man, this is fucking gives me chills. This is just rocking out and having a good this time. This is rocking out, and this is, like I said earlier, this seems to me like a bunch of guys that didn't fit in anywhere else. Yeah. So they all created a family. That's a good way to put it. And, you know, Fred Durst looks over at Wes Borland, who's dressed up with the LED alien helmet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't give a shit, Wes. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah, do what the fuck you want to do. And I'm I, not the dictator of this and band. And I've heard Wes in interviews say... Fred, you know, that's Fred, whatever Fred wants to do during this part. None of my business. That's none of my business. Yeah, I play guitar. Yeah. And Fred, Fred sings and raps. I play guitar. Yeah. But this track, number one, out of style, and this is what Wes Borland was playing on that. Was he playing video. the weird fucking wavy part? Because that's yes. what gets me in this song. That's what I thought. How the fuck is he doing that? He does that, and I'm just like, oh, God, that's good. Oh, God, that's good. It's whammy bar. I don't even know. It's the fastest whammy bar I've ever heard. It's like a whammy bar, and he played it continuously. And I thought, how are you hitting that pitch? I don't know. Every, it sounds so good. Every round. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. It sounds so good. <laughs> Go listen good. to Out of Style. Ignore Fred if you just hate Fred, and listen to the fucking guitar. But it's I thought sonically so pleasing. It is. I thought, is that a pedal that he's diving down with? And when he was. I didn't even see him hitting the whammy bar at first. I was watching his knees It's move. almost like a, a very short movement on a wah-wah pedal. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for his knee to rock because yeah. I couldn't see his feet. And then he said, you want to do so-and-so with the whammy bar? And I was like, you're using a whammy bar? I was watching your knees, not your hands. Yeah. And he was going from like the sixth string up to like the first string. And it was, I thought, oh my gosh. There's some talent behind that. That's oh, yeah. not something that... He doesn't that... have to play solos to show what it is that he does that's magic. It's just fucking sound. Yeah. He's a master uh, of sound. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's like almost took like... Took me a little a, bit to figure it out, and I think Out of Style proved it to me. He's, like like he's a, a master of sound. He's almost like a turntable scratching DJ on guitar. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and just, there's nothing wrong with that because... No, that's great. That's part of what makes them really desirable... Yeah. I know that's a weird sentence. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Liberty Dude says, so pleasing. Dive down on it. That's what she says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yes, out of style. I fucking love this track. I do too. I, I, I don't I can't tell you how many times I've listened to it already because yeah. it's already like peak limp biscuit. I know. Again, people are like, what does peak limp biscuit mean? I fucking love him, okay? Yeah. This song's great. 
I've got, this is why they were and may still be relevant. A strong opener in West Borland has some of the coolest guitar sounds out there. He does. Yeah. He just does. It's it's, a, it just it resonates in my chest, and I feel the vibration of what he plays yeah. in my chest. Yeah. And I'm like, this fucking rocks. Sure. You know, that's, that's just, it fucking rocks. Sure. It just, I don't know what else to say about it. It rocks ass. Yep. Then we get to track two, Dirty, <laughs> dirty Rotten Biscuit. <laughs> yeah. To me, this sounds like old $3 bill, y'all, Biscuit. Sure, sure. Um, it's okay. I like it. It's not one of my favorites. It does rock. And at the end, I fucking laugh every single time when Fred says, give it to you. What the hell is that supposed to mean, daddy? <laughs> and I'm like, he's having so much fun yeah. doing this shit. Yeah. And he's doing all these fucking dad things where he's like, what does that mean, daddy? Yeah. Like, it yeah. fucking cracks me up. Oh, it does me Shit too. cracks me up. This song's okay. I don't love it. Sure. But like... I understand that this is what Limp Biscuit gives you. As a fan of Limp Biscuit, when when they know you're a fan, they're going to give you a fucking banger that rocks your fucking head off, and then they're going to give you some old school shit. Mm-hmm. And then, as you'll see throughout this track listing, they're going to give you some more. Liberty Dude says, "Never argue with what you love. We are all allowed to love what we love." Well said. We don't love this out of like some kind of artistic blown away man it's more like i'm sick of adulting i've had a long fucking day at work it's an escape i'm sick of fucking with all these spreadsheets and numbers and life and kids and soccer and this and that (laughs) lip biscuit yeah (laughs) it makes me feel a little bit younger sure yeah yeah what'd you think of dirty rotten biscuit i liked it i you know good i said here we go with some more good grooves you know it's just a it's just a fun song. Yeah, and it's about pussy. I mean, it's just yeah, it's about yeah. pussy. You sure, know? yeah. Limp yeah. Biscuit is the name suggests that you know it's about limp biscuit, limp penis, limp eggplant, but <laughs> yeah. it can also be dirty rotten, dirty rotten limp biscuit, dirty rotten pussy. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun song. It's just fun. Track three, Dad Vibes. I like it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love this shit, man. Yeah. Listen, there's like. There, when someone has say what you want about old Fred Durst, but if you have a unique voice yeah. and flow to match, you get dad vibes. Sure, I fucking nod my head to this. Oh, shit I do too. Like crazy. I do because too. it's catchy. Yeah, and his voice is unique, and I just there's nothing for me to hate on. I say I called this song in my notes vibey. It is so sure. vibey. It's good. It makes me move. Sure. And it, it makes me fucking swag yeah. a little bit. I know yeah. that's a young person word. <laughs> that's all right. I know that's an Ethan and Javid word. Our, <laughs> that's our, all right. our teenage sons. Yeah. But it is so vibey. Yeah. And I enjoy it. I, I do too. I, I've not gotten sick of this song at all. Well, it caught my attention during the Lollapalooza yeah. jam. You know the. Did caught, you catch the part where he ran into Mark Rebellet? Yeah, I, he said, I "What's up, I, Mark?" I, he's I, like, "What are you doing here, Mark?" And Mark's <laughs> yeah. just like, ah, <laughs> yeah. "I love Mark Rebellet." When he was throwing out the t-shirts, he was yeah. Out there. yeah, Mark Rebellet's the dude on Facebook that uses the loop machine and yeah. fucking makes songs about fucking. You know, saying his sexy dick and all these fucking crazy <laughs> yeah. shit. He's like the new Limp Biscuit, basically. Sure. 
But yeah, dad, vibe, dad, dad vibes is badass to me. It's good. Huh? I think it's a fucking banger. Yeah. What about uh, track number four? Turn it up, bitch. Turn it up, bitch. This to me was a Cypress Hill salute. Exactly. There's a lot of salutes That's what on my here. Notes say. Cypress Hill salute. That's the first thing I thought DJ of. Was Lethal. Cypress. DJ. I mean, he's got he's got a piece of Cypress Hill there, and in this album. I'll read this real quick. Liberty Dude says, tomorrow night when you come home, get your kids together and walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> Sometimes for the fun of it, it's exactly what we need when we need it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Walk like an Egyptian. My dad in his bar bands played Walk Like an Egyptian. The Go-Go's. Because it Was it the got, Go-Go's? I think so. Because yeah. it got the crowd sure. happy. Sure. It made yeah. them happy. It got them moving. Yeah. Exactly. Liberty Dude gets it. Sure. He gets it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, turn it up, bitch. Cypress Hill salute. And I wrote, there's a lot of salutes on this album. This is an okay song. I don't love it, yeah. but I appreciate the fact that it's a Cypress Hill jam. You've got DJ Lethal back in the fold. And and he mentions on this album that he's bringing the 90s back. This is part of doing that. Sure. Influences on his sleeve. Sure. He doesn't give a fuck if it's obvious or not. Yeah. He's like, I love Cypress Hill. You know how much? I'm going to show you. Sure. I'm going to sound just like him. Yep. And he does on this track. Yep. And I appreciate that. He's like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not I'm not out here looking for critic reviews. I'm not looking to be fucking fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He's like, I love Cypress Hill, so I'm going to do a Cypress Hill song. I appreciate that. Oh, I do too. Track five. Oh, shit. What's track five called? Don't Change. Don't Change. I started this, the notes out. I didn't even put the song name. That's Don't okay. Change is an NXS cover. Okay. And who expected that? Yeah. Limp Biscuit does covers extremely well. I went back and listened to the NXS version of this song. I did not know that. It's an NXS cover. I want to have to look that up. 1982 album by NXS. This okay. track was on whatever album they released in 1982. Okay. And like Limp Biscuit does, you've got uh, Behind Blue Eyes that sure. they did. Sure. Which was, I'm sorry, it was better than the Who's it version. It was good. It was good. It was better. Yeah. It was better yeah. than the Who's version. This version of a song I've never even heard. I did not know that. That's interesting. Is better than the NXS version. I believe that. Fred Durst does covers better than the originals. Yeah. That's just what they do. Yeah. I don't fucking care to say it. This song is really good. I, I think this song is really good. My The end of my notes just say applause because it's a fucking good acoustic jam. Not many bands give you this kind of diversity on an oh, album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's rock. There's rap and there's acoustic sure. folky jams. Sure. How can you hate on that? Well, it takes you on a ride. I mean, it is a ride. And you don't know what the next track's going to be. The first time you listen no, you to don't. this, you don't know what to expect. No. You get out of style and you're like, God damn, that's good <laughs> guitar. Yeah. And then you get all kinds of other shit. This is what I like about this band now. My wife watches Keeping Up with the Kardashians. We've come to an agreement. She thinks I'm ridiculous for liking Limp Biscuit. I think she's ridiculous <laughs> yeah. for liking keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. And we've agreed to make it a moot point. Okay. That's our guilty pleasure. Sure. Limp Biscuit. Sure. Kardashians. Sure. So yeah. track <laughs> track six. You bring out the worst of me. 
I think I, my notes just say this is a fun back and forth, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. I dug it. I I just really enjoy these guys. Yeah, I, I do don't, too. I, I just I know why, but it's hard to explain why because people just think you're fucking stupid for like a little. Yeah, and I I it's understand. Not, it's what, not about the artistic thing; it's about fun. Yeah, it's just a it's just mindless music. You know the a lot of the lyrics are corny. Well, yeah, intentionally. He's got to know they're. He knows they're corny when yeah, he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So he knows that. I think he does too. Like when when you you're listening to a band that <laughs> knows they're corny, like you have to be in it with them. Like you can't make fun of someone that's making fun of themselves. Yeah, you know how 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 much sense does that make? It's almost like the uh, uh, professional wrestling of music. Yes, <laughs> yes, it? we it? know it's bullshit, <laughs> yeah. and we still like it. <laughs> yeah. Liberty News says it takes a real man to like it limp. Ah, 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 ah. That's correct. But you're right. That's spot on. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling is fun as long as you take it at face value. Sure, yeah. Limp Biscuit is fun as long as you're not trying to be too cool to yeah. like it. Yeah. If you're being too cool to like it, then you're just pretentious. If you're accepting the fact that this is a fun group trying to make you have fun and you accept that yeah. and you have fun, it's a little easier to just jam. I'm going to be a Limp Biscuit truther from this day forward. Sure, sure. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Yeah. I enjoy the shit. Yeah. Track eight, Barnacle. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shit reminds me of SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I say the word barnacle. I thought, why are you guys singing about barnacles? But it's er great. This is great shit. Yeah. Like, the reason, this is a Nirvana salute. And he said he was bringing back the 90s. Okay. If you go back and listen to Barnacle, I will. he is intentionally trying to sound like Kurt Cobain. I'll go back and 1, listen. 1000%. He's like, Nirvana was a part of my upbringing. Sure. And here is a track to show you how much I appreciate Nirvana. Okay. That's all this is. Okay. It, it's a Nirvana song done by Limp Biscuit, except it's a new Nirvana song done by Limp Biscuit. I'm going to if have to Kurt go back Cobain and sang it. Yeah. You'd be like, that's a fucking great Nirvana jam. Yeah. But instead, it's Fred Durst doing it. Yeah. Nirvana through and through. Good. Who I wrote, I love it. Who cares if it's obvious? It's a good jam. He literally says in one of these songs, they're bringing the 90s back. Yes. And in my opinion, it's a smart approach from a band who's been gone for a long time. It is a smart approach. Very smart, because right now, the resurgence in grunge fashion and grunge sound right. is slowly coming back. Yeah. And Fred knows this. Yeah. So he's like, Here's my Nirvana tribute on yeah. this album. Yeah. That's all it is. He's not trying to be original. They're not trying to get a hit out of it. They're just like, I love this shit still. Here it is. I don't give a fuck that you know it's Kurt Cobain. Like, uh, that's a good observation or comparison. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to this on my way home tonight. It's 1,000% a Nirvana song. Yeah. It, it, it is a Nirvana song. I like that. Done by Limp Biscuit. I like that. 100,000%. We'll play it after we're done with this episode just so you could be like, holy fuck fuck <laughs> yeah. that is a nirvana song yeah just one they never performed yeah. uh then we've got empty hole to me this feels like a 90s unplugged jam yeah and i like it a fucking lot because yeah. if you give an acoustic guitar jam with fred durst's voice 
fucking sounds good. Sure. It just sounds good. I think so, too. So for me, like nine tracks in, I appreciate almost every song. Yeah, I did, too, so far at this point. It's something that you can listen to. Me, personally, I listen to all the way through. Yeah. It, it's a throwback, and also it's still Limp Biscuit, uh-huh. and I just fucking appreciate it. I, uh-huh. I can't help it. Uh, track 10 is Pill Popper. To me, it's an. I don't know what band they were emulating. Uh-huh. I know they were emulating someone, but I couldn't put a finger on it at this time. Okay. But Pill Popper is definitely a grunge jam mixed with Limp Biscuit's signature heavier sound. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a solid jam. Yeah. Because I knew at face value, it is maybe Stone Temple Pilot ish. Okay. With a mix of Limp Biscuit, it's something from the 90s mixed with Limp Biscuit. And just the fucking whole album is mostly a tribute. Sure. To either old Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Or, you know, 90s rock. I enjoy it. Me too. Snacky poo. Snacky poo. <laughs> Eating chips. <coughs> the opening of this song alone. <laughs> he's yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dude's funny as fuck. Yeah. Like, I laugh at everything he says that's sure. not music. Like, he just speaks sure. in these songs. I laugh my ass off. Sure. Snacky Poo, I thought was a fuck social media anthem. Okay. And, I mean, who doesn't love snacks at 50 years old? Oh, yeah. Like, I ate a fucking row of Oreos last night. <laughs> yeah. I probably should have been listening to Snacky Poo while I ate that row of Oreos. I did a line I of Oreos <laughs> last night. I did a line of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> My wife does a line of Doritos almost every single night. I love Doritos. But 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 Fred says, fuck likes. I want Snacky Poos. <laughs> yeah. And we- the West Moreland interview at the end is fucking magic. Oh, Yeah. Do you like uh, mountain biking and blacksmithing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Wes. I really appreciate Wes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny, man. Yeah, it's funny. The whole thing is just fucking funny. They came back. They had a good time. Sure. They did a song called Snacky Poo. What yeah. the fuck? Please don't take this band seriously. Right. They're telling you on this album not to take them seriously. Right. They're literally telling you, like, you motherfuckers have been grading us all these years, and we are just fucking around. Sure. Would you please just stop trying to make us a real rock band and just understand that we're basically Chumbawamba, just a heavier <laughs> Chumbawamba. We're just having a good time. Yeah. Track 12, Goodbye. I love this track. I put this could be a radio hit right yeah. fucking now. This could, this is Harry Styles level shit. It's good stuff. This is I, I don't like Harry Styles, but if you want a radio hit out of this band, goodbye. Throw it out there. It's a radio hit. It's at the end of the album. I enjoyed it, and it made me realize this is the album I wanted from Lip Biscuit as a comeback. I wanted this album from them. Like if they're coming back, I want them to crack on themselves. Give me some old Lip Biscuit. Give me some new sounds. Give me a tribute to some of the bands that they liked. And they fucking did all of that. Sure. So I really enjoyed the new Limp Biscuit album. It's pretty good. I think it's their most fun album. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. It's good shit. I liked it. Fucking Limp Biscuit. Who <laughs> yeah. would have thought? Who would have thought a couple guys that consider themselves to have good taste in music <laughs> would enjoy Limp Biscuit? Would enjoy Limp Biscuit. 
yeah, it's just good mindless music. There you go. If you uh, if you're a little too pretentious to like Limp Biscuit, we highly suggest you fucking get over yourself and listen to some Limp Biscuit because it's fun. Sure, sure. And there's surprisingly some good jams slipped in there. Some actually articulate, artistically good jams slipped I in there. So I they, think so too. I think so too. They're just fucking with you, and then they're like, "But we're gonna slip this good one in under the radar, a little acoustic Fred Dursty stuff." Yeah, it's good. And Don't give a fuck good. what anybody thinks. Yep, I was impressed. We'll see you next time. You got Beatles, Stool, Lip Biscuit, all the things we've enjoyed talking about the most on one episode. Next up? Amy Winehouse. Yep. We'll bring Amy next. We're going to listen to uh, <laughs> fucking Lip Biscuit real quick before Hicks leaves. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> see ya. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to... Send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 